0: salutations, peace, and blessings. You're listening to the Kneel Down Podcast. I'm your host, the Commish. So I feel like it is my duty to get on this mic tonight and talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers and what he's going through there in Green Bay. And I've seen a number of quarterbacks go through what he's going through right now. I've seen the Joe Montanas. I've seen the John Elways. I've seen the Troy Aikmans. I've seen a number of quarterbacks in their time. Jim Kelly, Dan Marino, go through the transition of being one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterbacks of all time, to becoming expendable. And you could think recently, if you're thinking about the Kurt Warners and the Brett Favres and a number of other quarterbacks that in their time were the best quarterbacks of all time. Depending on your team, depending on how much of a fan you are of football, we saw our share of quarterbacks come and go. And we didn't like the thought of Joe Montana wearing a Kansas City Chief uniform. And I, I think when you're talking about Dan Marino, you probably did it the right way. He realized that it was just his time to retire. But I think there lies the rub when we are talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is in a position now where even though he's 37 years old, the chances of him being uh, or becoming more successful, I mean, he's been successful for some some time, for a long time. But if you think about his style of play, you think about those that have probably watched him for years and you watch his technique and you you see how he's played during the regular season in comparison to what is the postseason. You can see a diminishment in how his style of play, and it's just the fact that when talking about Aaron Rodgers, it's the fact that he is not the same quarterback as before. He is not that reliable guy that I think everybody in the room felt as though he could be. And and needless to say, he's been playing with that organization since 2005. He started playing the moment that Brett Favre retires from Green Bay. So you figure in 2007, where we are now in 2021, we're talking 14 years of playing, starting as quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He has a right to feel slighted. He has every right in the world to feel as though the team is doing him a disservice he should be angry he should be upset he should be at the point now where he just wants to walk away and just watch everybody else suffer (laughs) I think it was up to Aaron Rodgers if he could just they say if looks can kill right but see here lies the problem here with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers the Green Bay Packers took it upon themselves to sign Aaron Rodgers to an extension of four years, $134 million, of which 80, sorry, 98.7 million of those dollars is guaranteed. And the signing bonus itself was $57.5 million. The money alone tells everybody in the world that this man is untouchable. He's invincible. There weren't too many other quarterbacks at that time that signed a contract as lucrative as Aaron Rodgers' contract was. And this contract had him set for the next few years going into what would be 2024, if I'm correct. The thing is, when you sign a person to so much money, it gives the impression that this person has a say in office. That you are the Michael Jordan of that particular franchise that organization. But if you think about Michael Jordan, at some point he had to leave Chicago too. It's the fact that the organization itself realizes that they are a cut above everybody else. They are the high and mighty. While people like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and what have you, are the peons that make up what the organization is. At one point, we saw Tom Brady become expendable to a degree because it really came down to if we're going to get rid of tom brady or keep jimmy garoppolo then it wasn't long before the owner of the franchise decided to overrule bill belichick by saying he stays here in new england and because of that they win i believe three more rings but it's the fact that it's hard if you are an executive for such an organization like New England to find quarterbacks of that magnitude that you know can guarantee you success. The fear in Green Bay is just that. As much as Aaron Rodgers is threatening to leave or retire, GM Brian Guttenkosk, I believe his name is Guttenkosk, has made it clear that they are not gonna trade Aaron Rodgers they're not going to release Aaron Rodgers. The only way Aaron Rodgers doesn't play is if Aaron Rodgers retires. Now, he didn't quote that, but this is where we are now in this soap opera that we have there in Green Bay. It's the fact that no one is vouching for the fact that Aaron Rodgers is still one of the premier quarterbacks playing today that has every right in the world to feel the way that he does. He wants a team that can help him Get to the Super Bowl. He wants a team that can help him get to a point where all he has to do is manage the game, similar to what we saw in Tom Brady, and get these guys to the Super Bowl with a chance to win the Super Bowl. And management says, you know what? We've done the best that we can. Based on what we have, based on the capital, based on what the salary allows for us to manage, this is the best we can do. Aaron believes different. Now, does that mean that Aaron is gonna renegotiate his contract for the sake of allowing more players, decent, good talent to be on that team? That's the question. Not a lot of quarterbacks are willing to give up the money they feel they deserve. And they deserve that money based off of their reputation and whatever legacy they continue to make season after season. what we saw from Peyton Manning, it was probably the hardest thing in the world to, to let him go. But knowing that you saw an ailing Peyton Manning in front of you in Indianapolis, what other choices did you have? But even Peyton Manning understood the business. The point I'm trying to make here this evening is the business of this particular sport. Professional football is such a business that even if you are number one in everyone's hearts, even if you're number one in the NFL, you are still expendable. How long was Joe Montana number one In the NFL before Bill Walsh realized it was time for him to go how long did it take to realize that these quarterbacks even John Elway at some point couldn't do the helicopter spin anymore for a touchdown he'd been to five Super Bowls it's just the fact that we have to understand as fans or as people that have spent time analyzing, commentating, journalizing these these athletes and these organizations, that for someone like Aaron Rodgers to get paid so much money and still not have a voice in that organization needs to understand what his role truly is. And I think he's known this since the draft last year when they decided to draft his replacement with Jordan Love. Now time will tell if we know that Jordan Love is going to be the man in Green Bay. There's so many people that object and I don't think it's right. You gotta give Jordan Love a chance as much as we gave Aaron Rodgers a chance back in 2005. The problem is that we don't want to let a good thing go. New England didn't want to let a good thing go. San Francisco in the 80s didn't want to let a good thing go. At some point, Dallas didn't want to let a good thing go. It's just the fact that this is where we are when we're talking about somebody's career plateauing or hitting its climate. Well, you're not going to get much better from this man. You're not going to get much better out of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers stats just from 2020 in comparison to where he was in 2018, his completion percentage goes up by nearly 9% passing yards dip a little bit since 2018. He threw for almost 4,300 yards, which is nothing to sneeze at. His passing yards per game dip a little bit, of which he's passing for almost 270 yards a game. But the number of touchdowns that he's able to throw is, is multiplied by two. He has twice as many, a little more than twice as much touchdowns. 2018 48 touchdowns and and people believe that because he's able to do that much that there's no reason why we have to believe that he can't do this again over the next four or five years but i think there lies the problem that because we're fans of who aaron Rodgers is we want to give him a pass we want to accept the fact that he could probably duplicate what he did last season but the laws of physics say different. We don't see Aaron Rodgers becoming an NFL MVP anytime soon. We can't see him emulate anything that he's done over the last two years, more or less last year, with 2020 probably being his best year as a Packer. It's the fact that he's only been to one Super Bowl back in 2010, of which he was Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl 45, we're not going to expect more out of him because time tells us that. From 2010 to 2021, he's been to the AFC Championship three times and lost all three times. It's the fact that he cannot take this team to the next level the moment he's supposed to. Coach Matt LaFleur thinks the world of him came out and said that he can't fathom Rodgers not being a Packer or not being with the Packers. But guess what? As much as he can't fathom it, something in his mind is telling him he's got to go. Why else would you draft Jordan Love in the first round? Why else would you move up four spots for this quarterback that you don't think that highly of right now? It's all a mind game. It's a mind game to Aaron Rodgers and it's a mind game to anybody else that's willing to listen to this crap. The fact of the matter is the Green Bay Packers realize that Aaron Rodgers time is up. The fact of the matter is we have to find a replacement in Aaron Rodgers. Terry Bradshaw came out and said that the man was weak. How many people believe that Aaron Rodgers is a weak man because he wanted to complain over the fact that Green Bay won him out of there? Now, I understand Terry Bradshaw's from a different generation, and perhaps he has a right to feel the way that he feels. Maybe there were some things in his contract or contracts in his time that perhaps kept him from being the premier quarterback in Pittsburgh, but at some point he had to leave. At some point, it was a question of you playing for another team or you retire. Those that can remember Joe Namath back in the 60s, late 60s when he won the Super Bowl against the Colts of Super Bowl three. Nobody would have thought of the day where Joe Namath would play for anybody but the Jets. But didn't he play for the Rams? It doesn't make a difference the length of time. The point is, these quarterbacks become expendable. These quarterbacks, at some point, are not the same quarterbacks of yesteryear. They're not MVP quarterbacks anymore. Those days of being in the sun are gone. I think it pained me most to see Dan Marino leave at a time where he felt as though he had one more shot of going back to the Super Bowl. And did he? Not at all. How many Super Bowls did he win? None. None. This is where we are with quarterbacks. This is where we are with organizations that firmly believe that the time for quarterbacks are up a lot faster than any other position, maybe other than running backs. Because in large part, they handle the ball the most between center and quarterback. These quarterbacks can only do but so much. Aaron Rodgers can only do but so much at this point, as much as he feels like he has something left in the tank. I have to believe that he is spot on by saying that they're doing him dirty. I have to believe him. I have to feel that Aaron Rodgers has a right to say what he feels is wrong with the organization. They're paying this man $134 million on top of what he's already earned since he's been there since 2005. This man is getting a boatload of money. Maybe it's not about the dollars. Maybe this is just about confidence. Maybe this is just about how arrogant people in the organization are when they see a man this confident. Just ask for a little bit of help. I just need some more receivers to throw to. Well, we gave you receivers. I need a. Pro- I probably need like a strong offensive line to make sure they can protect me. Well, you got that too. I need a defense that can do their best to shut them down. So I get it. Well, we've done that as well. And you were able to take this team to the NFC Championship. But sometimes it's not about the players. Sometimes it's not about the quarterback. If we saw that game, for those that saw that game between the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, did it really come down to Aaron Rodgers? It came down to a play call that the coach brought in that gave them an opportunity to try to shut down Tom Brady to allow Aaron Rodgers another opportunity to win the game. But it backfired. It's the fact that you probably outsmarted yourself thinking that you could neutralize Tom Brady late in the fourth quarter. Newsflash. Not many people can do that when you're talking about Tom Brady. Be it New England, be it Tampa Bay, there's very little you can do when you're talking about another premier quarterback sitting on the other side of the silence. And you know, if they were playing some other quarterback in the NFC, be it Jared Goff, what have you, no offense to Jared Goff, maybe you would have felt that more confident knowing that you can shut down that team with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. But this is why you take on the best when you get to that part in the postseason. When it comes to the championship games, you're playing the best of the best in the league. For what we see now in Aaron Rodgers, this could be the end of probably one of the best careers in Green Bay history, let alone NFL history. The irony is that he has little to show for what he's done outside of that Super Bowl back in 2010. Is he capable of taking a team to the Super Bowl? I would think so. He almost did it last season. But, you know, sometimes it's not about Aaron Rodgers. Sometimes it's about the coaching staff. Sometimes you think you're making the best call for the team and it ends up being the worst call you can make. Just ask Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll had an opportunity to win that Super Bowl against New England. They were up by 10 points going into the fourth quarter. Ask Atlanta. Ask Dan Quinn. Playing yet again the New England Patriots. You're up by 25 points. A quarter and a half away of winning the whole thing. It's just the fact that sometimes we think we know better than the player. Sometimes these organizations think they know better than the player. Gutten-Kuss, uh Matt LaFleur, uh, President Mark Murphy, whoever it may be in charge. It's just the fact that sometimes we have to accept the fact that they would know just a little bit more than the next person because we just assume that because you have these positions in the NFL that you know the Aaron Rodgers time is up because it doesn't explain why you would draft a quarterback in the first round unless you know you're trying to make moves for this organization to put them back in a position where we can celebrate the good times that they were winning championships so says the Commission there's so much more to this you know we we've seen so many quarterbacks come and go i mean i'll say i've seen so many quarterbacks come and go the commission has seen so many quarterbacks come and go and you you think about the tyranny that's going on within an organization they don't have an owner. they really don't have anyone outside of their own president to handle operations and the gm and of course the head coach and whomever else is in charge. But no one is thinking that high of Aaron Rodgers and what we feel his potential can be because the potential is gone. Three opportunities are going to the Super Bowl and you come up short three times. And then you want to blame Aaron Rodgers because he just happens to be the person handling the ball. But it wasn't so much about Aaron Rodgers. Those that watched their game against Tampa Bay had more to do with that defense than it did Aaron Rodgers. Flip side of that coin is that you could say that Tom Brady threw the ball uh, through three interceptions against that Packers defense. So at some point, the defense woke up. But Aaron Rodgers can't control it all. He can't make his receivers catch the ball. He can't make his running back hold on to the ball. It's just the fact that for where we are moving forward, the team did not improve around Aaron Rodgers. If you look at Tampa Bay and what they did with Tom Brady, the team improved around Tom Brady. Perhaps he's slighted because he can't get that same satisfaction there in Green Bay. And this is why I don't blame Aaron Rodgers. But the reality of it all is that the NFL stands for what? Not for long. That also includes Aaron Rodgers. I want to thank those that have been listening to this particular episode. This is a special episode. I wanted to vent about Aaron Rodgers. I feel like if I can vent about Justin Fields, I could do the same about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I think it's only right. I hear so much of it. I'm just adding my two cents because that's what the commission does. And truth be told, I wish Aaron Rodgers all the best. I can't say he listens to this podcast, but if he does, if he decides to do it tomorrow, I want Aaron Rodgers to know that he is definitely one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time and that I know, based on what I've seen him do during the regular season alone, he is spectacular. He's extraordinary amongst any other quarterbacks I've seen within the last 20, 30 seasons. And I really do hope and pray that he still plays for Green Bay, at least for the duration of what his contract gives him. If he he retires, he retires. I've seen Barry Sanders retire at the height of his career. So for what we see in Aaron Rodgers, not saying he'll do the same, but I believe when you're talking about a gunslinger like him, you got to give him the full arsenal to allow him to do his best work. Again, I thank everybody for listening to this show. I am the commissioner and you've been listening excuse me to the Kneel Down Podcast my next episode will be strictly NBA I got to get my work together this whole month I'm going to dedicate to the NBA there's other news that are going on in baseball and I hope to touch on that when the time comes but playoff season is not too far off for the National Basketball Association so with that being said peace and love to all those out there stay safe Get vaccinated, I'm out.